Five Nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. Good evening, welcome to Five Nights. I'm your host, Smash Africa for the baby. Smash sits with Moozy, Bimboozy, Mr. Interblastic, the Spaceman, Zulu <laughs> Skywalker, <laughs> the man who's seen the moon and walked on it before any of you. <laughs> welcome up, back bro? to Five Nights, bro. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good, my brother. I'm just chilling. That's relaxing, you know. We are talking at the back of your um, fourth uh, full body of work release into Black Tick. Yeah. Uh, you just come uh, from the weekend of dropping this. First thing first, how does it feel to release music and wait for the response from your fans? Like, I, I can't imagine. Hey, it man, it, the feels, it feels great, bro. Mm, mm, mm. It feels great, man. Like, the, the numbers are looking nice. Like, it was a very strong drop a very strong like promo run leading up to it so like it feels good man and you know especially as like an independent artist and stuff and being able to get the, the level of support that i get from people man like it feels amazing you know i'm just glad that the work's finally out like but, uh, a complete yeah, thing, you know? I, I like the fact that you touch on how it's been good in terms of the publicity the album has been getting considering that you're an independent artist what did you yeah. and your team get right to make sure that that was already what you want? Hype around the album before it drops. So like what we were trying to focus on was we fully focused on having it as a, as a, as a digital release initially because of the times that we in. Mm. So we tried, we tried our best to like accept that we're in a pandemic and not try to force other things to happen from a live point of view you know so we really focused and honed in on that one thing on like making it a full-fledged digital release so it was more it was longer than all of my previous albums because the live elements is not there it was like more paced um we were able to hit a lot more like other spots and other territories that we can't hit maybe sometimes on a faster campaign Mm. so like we really just focused on it in terms of it being a digital release first and then as time goes, then we, we sort of open up to having it be like a real like live um, release as well. So with like gigs or publications and things like that. And speaking of publications, a lot of press was covering Interblactic. And not just, yep. I'm not just talking about South African press. I'm talking about international press, bro. Like yep. you, you must have teased them with something. What was it? We sent them the entire album. <laughs> so we didn't we didn't send them no singles that thing we told them how our how our single schedule was but we just sent them the entire album and like i mean billboard fader numero magazine in france and like so many others like they fell in love with the album and then they wanted to support the whole thing because they fell in love with the body of work so that's how we went went with it we didn't like just send one song all right man in case you just yeah. tuned in, uh, it's Five Nights Smash Sits with Muzi. Um, uh, recently dropped into Black to go and check it out across all streaming platforms. Run it up. In fact, go and buy it. It's so much better if yeah. you buy it. Um, uh, we're going to play yeah. a record. It's titled For You. Muzi teaming up with Aspasio Dios. We're going to talk about his collaborators, his energy and chemistry with Aspasio. Man, it's really dope, man. If you haven't heard this record, 
you know what you need to do. Go and check out Interblack Talk across all digital platforms. Muzi on five. Let's go. Smash Africa. Keeping you company on five nights. 7 to 10 p.m. Oh, man, what a beautiful record for you. Espacio Dos featured by Muzi. And guess what? Smash this with Muzi. Then Boozy, Mr. Skywalker, the one and only. (laughs) (laughs) That's... That's that's social media for you, man. I was like, when I saw you say yeah. Muzim Buzi, I was like, I'm going to call you that all the time. I had to. I had to. This time around, I had to. Yeah, you got to own it, man. For you, man, yeah. um, what does that song like speak to? And what was the creative process of making it come to life? Um, so it was... It's a song, obviously, like when you when you don't feel like you're enough for someone mm. and stuff. Um, so so it's like one of those things where it's like you feel like you've tried everything you possibly could, but like you're still not enough for someone, like from a romantic um point of view. So especially and I, especially and I, always like together. I, I remember like playing him the beats, and I only had the chorus, and then we we're like, "Yo, okay, we need to like write something." And then he wanted to write something to it. Then he recorded a verse and. I recorded a couple of verses, but then that was the one that I chose that I really liked. And and that's how the song came about. You know, it's just, it's always very organic and very flowy when I mm. work with um, Espacio. Speaking of Espacio, you know, you spend also a significant amount of time with your daughter. I see you featured your daughter on yes. your album. I yes. see you featured Black Rose, Fool's Love, did really well on our Five Nights charts. And then yeah. there's this record called Choe, nah, teaming up with Seto. Yeah. Who is Seto yeah. as the, the record? I mean, for me, I'm like, it's my favorite tune on the album because it's not yeah. what I would expect from you, but you did it to the T. 100,000 yeah. million trillion percent. Well done <laughs> to you, bro. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, Seto is a, she's like, um, I found her on like Instagram and mm. she always like wanted to work. So, um we got into studio and we like recorded like four or five like like ideas down Mm. and then when i was listening back to the ideas like that like um i liked that phrase i liked the way that sounded so much because it reminded me of like like a sort of quieto vibe so i thought it would be interesting to mix that energy with my crazy like dope music (laughs) you know i like Like, that to have it yeah, to have it go, because that song is very much like inspired by, there's a scene, this is okay, this is me going into my nerd mode. There's a scene in, in 300, the second one, where they're speaking on Xerxes, on how he becomes a god king, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When, when, he, when he rises from the water and he's gold. So I was trying to score that when I was making the song, right? Like, um, to sort of speak on um, you being the highest version of yourself you know and then i thought it would be cool to just like put that vocal on there and have it have the sort of repetitive um quite though energy to it when it's something that's persian inspired <laughs> i just <laughs> thought it would be a cool mix of culture and, and have like, like spitori spitori mixed with like some persian culture like i just thought it would be cool oh man like speaking of of like scoring you know, like I'm mm. listening to this album and I'm like, dog, like was music busy with like a series or a movie? What was happening in his head <laughs> when he was making? Because I'm like, man, you, you, you know, because like scoring, 
like a film or television show is not easy but yeah yeah cre- creating music for the listener's pleasure but also thinking about what it's going to be like when you perform it when they eventually open and then what you like yeah. how it's going to be interpreted in terms of what your vision was behind it like how do you not let your brain get away with you and your ideas when it comes to making this work because i definitely felt like you were working on a series with this album you know what i mean and you're like <laughs> yeah. okay i gave them the other songs these songs i will release them as my album yeah so it's like i think with the scoring side of things that's where i want to end up with like my career mm. you know i don't want to like perform for my whole life whatever like i want to end up like on some like um doing something like hans zimmer mm-hmm. um just like doing scores for movies so i when I make albums or EPs, like even with the previous EP, the Mama EP, Makosa mm-hmm. is a score. It sounds mm-hmm. like a score to a movie. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I'm hinting at those ideas so that I have a track, a track record of me like learning and growing with regards to cinematic sounds, you know, so that like I can use that later in my life. So I'm learning through my albums, you know, I'm hinting at what I want to do later on in life with certain songs i treat them that way i treat them that way where especially with this with this album interplactic like a lot of it was visual first before the album came through i saw what i wanted to do before this before the songs actually started coming through so it's just me like i don't know manifesting that side of my career oh man here's a manifestation that has come to life Muzi teaming up with Seto on five. Taken from the album into Black Tip. Go and get it, man. If you want to go on a trip like where, where your, your imagination leads you because the music is just the foundation, you need to check out this album, man. Thank you so much for choosing Five Nights. Joena, run it up. Let's go. Smash Africa on Five Nights. 7 to 10 p.m. Oh, man. Vibes, vibes galore. Muzi, the boozy. Ha! <laughs> on fire this evening man i can't get enough of this energy man i really can't get enough of this energy thank you so much for the music bro now thank you for listening to it man let's talk about let's let's talk about your your relationship with with the old sounds and old influences and bringing them yeah giving them like a new life what's what's that all about and what what drives it it's me trying to form a bridge, you know, or trying to be, be a bridge between that time and now. Like, sometimes it, it feels like we, we try to move too fast into the future when there's so, like, much, like, dope music from the past that, that I feel still needs to receive love, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole aim of me, whether I do a remix of, like, a, like a bootleg remix of a Brenda Farsi song or whether I take from, like, I get inspired by Harari or Chico Twala or, or Skido, like like Brothers of Peace, that that's sort of like happy sound. Mm. Like the thing that I'm trying to do is I hope that people go back to that music because I feel like it was such a golden era of like South African music. And it's what I grew up listening to. So I love paying homage to it. You know, I understand that I stand on the shoulders of giants and I respect them enough to try and infuse their energy into my own and create like a new light 
or bring a new light into that type of music. Do you think the reason why you appreciated and shown a lot of love abroad is because you take from home the old, like you said, paying homage and creating a bridge? Do you think that could also be like one of your selling points? But the people don't know that that's like that is the yeah. to the source. Yeah, I think I think so. I think the keys to the future in the past. Like I think if you look back, um, you can then use what's been done to um, continue, like like um, like being being like I don't know, like almost like breaking new ground, mm. but using the skills of old. You know, like like I I think like when I perform overseas and stuff, I think they appreciate that because they don't have it, mm. right? Mm. So the stuff that they already have, they, it's it's already too much of it it's already a crowded space so when mm. i come through and i'm performing to like twenty thousand people in europe like the the thing that because it's new it becomes memorable it's new to them you know um so that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to just like raise that flag and not even just for south africa but for like africa as a whole for for like black people and stuff and just try to add my own two cents into the whole spectrum of african music you know mm. like i'm trying to as, as much as i stand on the shoulders of other people one day i want people to stand on my shoulders you know so yeah all right let's play i know it when we come back from playing this record we'll talk about how the collaborative effort came about where where you guys linked up and how you guys were working i would imagine it would it happened during the height of lockdown but in case you just tuned yeah. in this five nights i'm hanging out with muzi uh dropped in a beautiful body of work titled into black tick go and check it out if you haven't checked it out across all dsps but you know what would be great if you buy it go and buy it because <laughs> <laughs> i know it on five run it up smash africa on five. Oh man you know when they say when music hits you feel no pain this is exactly what this yeah. record is doing to me i know it music from muzi on five muzi said thank you so much for the music and thank you for your time bro um this is the last part of our interview uh, let's talk about yeah. this record i know it um what what was the thinking behind it the inspiration and uh, how did you get your collaborators to come on board? Yeah, so um, that one, I obviously, like, during the pandemic, like, you're stuck at home and you're constantly on your phone. I didn't like the fact that it started feeling like I was addicted to my phone and to, like, social media. So I, I, I wrote a song, like, about my phone, but I wrote about my phone as if it was a girl right mm. <laughs> so like, I'm, in love. I'm in love with this thing and the only thing that she can say back to me is i know it because mm. she's programmed mm. right so mm. there's no like emotion in there so I, I i wrote the lyrics first and i thought like oh these are sounding really cool i had like chords there and stuff but then Kechanada, like people have always been like like tagging us in tweets like being like mm. yo you mm. guys should work mm. together you guys should work together so this one time he randomly follows me and then he's like, yo, dude, I listen to your music. I think it's fire, right? I'm like, oh, snap, I love your music too. And then we start sending each other ideas back and forth. So the song gets made, like there's an idea that he sent me that I really like, like these certain drums that he sent me. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'll add those into the, into the, into the song. And then the song was done. And then he goes on and wins two Grammys. And I'm like, whoa, 
That's so cool. But, but now do I have to, do I have to pay? Do I have to pay now? <laughs> what happens now? What happens now? Do I have to pay for this? You know. But luckily, he, he still kept it cool, man. And like, yeah. And then that's how the, the the record came about. You know, it was just very organic, but it was via the same sort of device of social media that I was trying to run away from, which is like, I guess, irony. But like, yeah. Oh man, I mean. You should have seen like the fanfare when you released that you worked with Kate Tanada and you got a record together. That <laughs> w- was something else, for, especially for the misfits, especially for the mm-hmm. you know the people who were told like, mm-hmm. ah, bro, what are you doing? Because Kate Tanada was Do also it, like not mainstream. He was also that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, like, what yeah, are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> but he yeah. stuck to his guns, you yeah. know. So you just gotta yeah. You just got to appreciate that, man. You really, really got to appreciate yeah. that. Last but not least, I want you to think about the people that contributed to this album um, directly yeah. and indirectly. Those people are, and I want you to thank them because since it's the digital age, there's no thank you note at the back yeah. of the album. You know, you, you don't, you, don't yeah. you, you wait for the award shows to yeah. give the people yeah. that you... <laughs> and sometimes... Yeah. They buy the awards. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, even... we know. We know how it is. Yeah. So you don't even get to be on Hopefully. that platform, you know, um, and express that gratitude yeah. and appreciation. So I want you to think about think about that for a little bit. Here's a question for you. Someone, someone who's just starting out, they've got like a little independent record label, you know, they've got a beautiful yeah. neck for music, um, you know, like they just have that natural talent to know when something is going to yeah. be big. What do you say to them during this climate? Do, do they go it alone? And what does that look like? Or do they see who they can work with? What, what piece of advice yeah. do you have for someone who's in that position right now? I think like you just have to like obviously stick to your guns and, and do your thing. But like don't... I don't know. For me, I know, like, I, I don't force things. I don't, like, I'm a person that likes attracting things instead of pushing for things, mm. right? So I mm. think the best way you attract things with art is you just make the best art you possibly can. Then you start attracting like-minded people, mm. you know? Like, there's a lot of people that always, like, like go on DMs and be like, yo, we should work together. We should do this together. But, like, you listen to the music, it's not there yet, mm. you know? So it's mm. like, just work work the most important thing is not who you have on the song the most important thing is is the song good or not does it bang mm. like mm. you know mm. so if you, if you keep that if you keep that as the main it's called the music business like the first part of it is music the music you have to take care of that before you even go into the business aspect of things so like if you take care of the music it will take care of you you know i think like too many people try to rush and try to jump steps because they want to be like famous or whatever, but the music is not good. Mm. So if you take care of that part first, like these things happen, man. Like I've been doing this for like, like a long time now. And it's like, and I'm still young. It's just that I started really young. But the one thing that I know for sure is that if you take care of the music, it takes care of you. Man, you've been doing this close to a decade, if not just over, bro. And you yeah, can't, you yeah. can't, you can't play that down. <laughs> you know when yeah, they say no, I don't play hours, <laughs> Like you, you, know, you, people are calling me an OG now, and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm thirty. 
They try to age you, bro. They try to yo, age you. Like I'm 60 now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's so much, so much to achieve and so much ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brose, yeah. um yeah, I, I'm I know I threw you off by asking you a deep question like that, but I just wanted you to think about the list of people. So the floor is yours. Yeah. To thank the people yeah. who contributed to this amazing body of work. First of all, I'd like to thank John, my manager. Um, I think he was the first person to believe in me and to see the vision with me. So thank you, John. I love you. Thank you to Sim. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, Black Rose. Thank you, Espacio Diaz. Togo, Lunga, Sia, Onke. Uh, thank you to Kate Renada, Seto, The Temple, uh, Deltino from Mozambique. Thank you to like, see, these are the people that helped me make this project. But most importantly, thank you to my daughter because she keeps that energy in me, that young energy in me. And like, she inspires me so much to be the best version of myself. And I wouldn't have made this project if she wasn't there like nodding her head and I'd be like, oh, it must be good. <laughs> like, oh, this, it must be great. You know? So like, so like most, yeah. So yeah, those are the people, man. Oh man. I those really, I really appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the music. Um, uh, and to you who's listening right now, you, you know what you need to do. You need to go and get the, go and get the album. It's been out for a good two weeks. And, um, uh, it's available across all DSPs. Smash Sits with Muzi into Black Tick is available for you to enjoy. Let's close it off with Need That because this Rick has been on, on the playlist for a hot minute and you've been vibing to it. Here's Muzi and the Temple. Run it up. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa.